0: This episode of the Press Rewind Prince Lyrics podcast, I'm going to be talking about a song from the 1999 era that has still never seen the light of day, and that song is "Lust You Always." The reasons behind this can be debated, but the general consensus is that the lyrical content's a bit too distressing for today's climate. Not that it wasn't distressing back in the '80s, but there was seemingly less public fervor over inappropriate or violent content in our music until you know the pmrc came along and totally changed the way we label um, content in music and you know advise parents of children if the music that they are buying for their children is appropriate for their ears and social media these days seems to have opened up the eyes of younger generations towards things that existed in the past that were questionable or maybe insensitive and there's really no reason for the Prince estate to subject themselves to the backlash that might come about if this song were to be released. It might damage Prince's legacy and that is also a very undesirable outcome. And if they've already dismissed him because of a couple of lines in songs like Lust You Always and Extra Lovable from 82, then it's not worth it. It's really not worth it. It's not worth the, the risk at all. But these two songs are widely available to listen to on the bootleg circuit and have been for a long time. So we're going to talk about them. So, you know, I'm going to cover the lyrics of these songs because I enjoy them for what they are. These are two, I think, very strong songs in Prince's vault from this time period. When the 1999 Super Deluxe was released a few years ago, there were definitely some disappointed fans, myself included, uh, when we didn't see these songs on the track listing. We knew exactly why everybody knew why but it doesn't it, it, it didn't necessarily help us with our disappointment i i've i've said it and i've heard others say it like if the prince Estate never releases another album of vault material we'll dis we'll be disappointed you know but it, we'll still persevere prince left us with a lot of music already so I don't think that we're owed anything more than what he gave us in his lifetime. And what we're getting is a bonus. And like any bonus, once we start getting bonuses, we want more bonuses and more bonuses. Because it's extra. It's stuff that you know we, we feel is worth listening to. And it's certainly value added to his legacy in our minds and to our ears so we want more and I would love to have these two songs available to me on streaming platforms and to also be able to be put on like streaming uh, playlists, but I can't. So when I listen to them, I have to listen to them either from my old MP3 or just go onto YouTube and find somebody who's uploaded. I mean, I've, I've uploaded both songs to my YouTube channel. So, they're there um and so i i've i've definitely added to that online discourse by including these songs on my youtube channel as well but i don't i'm not apologetic for it because i do think that these two songs are great and i i look forward to talking about them regardless of maybe a couple of a couple of lines that prince says in the songs that are not You know, wouldn't be considered and aren't considered okay. As we go through the lyrics for these songs, I think the themes of the songs will help kind of put into context where these lines come from, like the use of the word rape comes from. Was it a poor choice? Of course, it was a poor choice of words. And as a young man, he was still kind of learning how far to push those envelopes. He was a button pusher back then, for sure. I mean, he always remained one, but certainly less so as he got older. And he was more interested in, you know, his faith than he was pushing buttons and making people uncomfortable and doing things nobody else had done that that didn't seem to be quite as important to him once he you know hit 40 plus years of age this is a young man's these are young men's songs and this is prince in still kind of the rude boy dirty mind 1999 this is the era i mean you know purple rain next year darling nikki just things of that nature were still very much part of who prince was as a rabble rouser as a uh, an artist who wasn't afraid to say things and do things that other artists were not doing or would not do and so i i feel like these songs and and the use of that word in these songs was born a little bit out of out of that I lust you madly. Your kiss is all I want. You're all I want to do. My analysts assured me that you were just a famous. But I just can't stop this hunger. It's been going over for the day. I lust you always. I lust you always. You're all I want to do. So for lust you always... You can kind of get an impression of where the song is going based off of the title. It tells you everything you pretty much need to know about what the content of the song is going to be about in the title, Lust You Always. About a, a protagonist in the song who is um, in lust with another woman, and they're basically disavowing any responsibility for their actions Which, in and of itself, is somewhat problematic. Because then it harkens back to the old ways of thinking, like if women can't dress a certain way, or look a certain way without expecting men to react a certain way, absolving men from their own responsibility in how they treat women is problematic. (laughs) But that's really what this song is, is about. Throughout the song, he cites examples of how he can't control himself and he uses words like I'm not responsible like touch me at your own risk I'm not responsible for anything I do I lust you madly your kiss is all I want you're all I want to do and yeah I mean I get what he's trying to say he's trying to say like this person is so attractive to him and he's so madly in lust that he's Essentially in an uncontrollable frame of mind where she's in control and, and again this is, this is definitely something that Prince has explored this topic around this time very much so in songs like Automatic, uh, Something in the Water where the woman has basically cast a spell on him to the point where he's helpless. His actions are helpless. He's a slave to whatever it is that she wants. And that's ultimately what he's saying here in Lust You Always as well. Is he, he can't control his, his, his lust. The chorus, my analyst assured me that you were just a phase, but I just can't stop this hunger. It's been going on for days. I lust you always. You're all I want to do. I lust you always. Darling, I lust you. The use of the word lust definitely, um, again, is reminiscent of other songs that he's recorded around this time and would record, like Temptation, for example, using the term animal lust and temptation. Talked about that a bit in that episode that I did with, um, Therica Thompson. And lust being one of the seven deadly sins, certainly prince is is aware of that and is uh using this you know as a as a cautionary tale potentially like i'm i'm a sinner because i can't control myself i have so much lust inside me that it makes me a bad person because it's a sin to be you know to have this level of lust inside of me i don't think that was an accident it's a powerful image and it's certainly Goes back to biblical thoughts, and and that was intentional. I can't imagine it wasn't. Frosted with caution, you just may stop on something you could never stop. Why I lost you always is such a mystery. I guess it's too hot. My analyst assured me that you were just a face, but I just can't stop this hunger. It's been going on my day. i wanna do proceed with caution you just might stop on something you could never stop why i lust you always it's such a mystery i guess you're just too hot (laughs) you know i mean doesn't really add much to the the narrative of the song we kind of already know that this is something that prince is expressing in the song is how hot how attractive you know to say you're all i want to do uh, in the chorus when he says you're all i want to do it's almost like a it's almost like a combination of two two songs that prince had already recorded you're all i want which is a vault song from the 1999 era that i already covered you're all i want rockabilly type song and then do me baby from of course controversy combine those two those two songs, "You're All I Want," "You're All I Want to Do," "You're All I Want to Do Me, Baby." <laughs> you see where I'm, see where I'm going on this one. So, of course, um, "You're All I Want to Do" is his way of saying I want to have sex with you, without saying I want to have sex with you. And it's, I mean, he's ultimately saying it, but in a way that is a little less crass, I guess. Hey, hey, all you want to hurt me if you must but I'll chase your ass forever all my body knows is lust always I lust you always you're all I want to do that is kind of like the the bridge section of the of the song I <inaudible> song he has he he changes the chorus slightly up and it's i kind of i like this um this little switch up of the chorus when he says my analyst assured me that i get over you but i get the strangest feeling that he wants to do you too i lost you always the rest of it's the same but i do appreciate the, the kind of humor that he's injecting in the song here by implying that his analyst aka his therapist actually also is attracted to this woman so in, in in prince's mind in this song this woman is is so desirable that no man is safe so in prince's mind all of the the men in this in this world that he's built around the song also can't resist this woman or else he's just um projecting a little bit his own feelings of lust and desire where he assumes everybody else also wants to do her and and they lust her equally as much as he does that's certainly what he's tr- i think he's trying to say there by switching up the, the lines of that chorus did you know there was a little purple fire burning in your eyes i for a moment it took my mind up, off you yeah. this- He's Towards the end of the song is where we do get the line uh he 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 has like the spoken word section did you know there was a little purple fire burning in your eyes i must admit for a moment it took my mind up off your thighs funny thing but the thought of eating always makes me nauseous if i think of eating food your body is more what i had in mind my darling may i have a bite of you slow motion ejaculation purple ecstasy My body reeks with lust. I will rape you if I must. You see my fourth grade teacher? Her name was Joni. I wanted so bad to see her panty lines, but the principal of this episode said, Why can't Prince just play with his? He can't. He won't. I'm sure he won't. I mean, he doesn't play on any of Jamie Starr's big toys, because if he did, they'd sound like they were spinning 78s, because only you could think that funk is great. But now, how does that relate to Why I Lust You Always? It doesn't, <laughs> but that's what purple music's all about. Meaning it ain't rude if you're in the mood. Turn it up, turn it up, somebody turn it up. Oh, do are getting a little nasty in here. So that's how Prince cho- chooses to end this song. So if one was to take this song and make it friendly for 2023 climate, or, you know, just in general, it doesn't have to be 2023, just make it less problematic it would be easy to just have that song kind of fade out before it gets to the before it gets to the my body reeks with the lost i will rape you if i must line but that you know i mean there's some pretty interesting stuff going on here it's almost it's almost like some of these lines don't make sense they definitely don't always rhyme and It almost gives the impression, to me at least, that this person who's singing this song and reciting these lines are so one-track minded and can barely be coherent in, in their thoughts. They're just like spouting all this stuff that, I mean, he calls it slow motion ejaculation, purple ecstasy. I almost wonder if that's like he's ejaculating from the mouth here with some of these lines. For him to say something like, you know, uh, the thought of eating food makes me nauseous. Because your body is more of what I had in mind of eating. I'm paraphrasing slightly, but it's ultimately what he's saying. And he mentions, um, he uses the word purple several times here. And in the purple music episode and other episodes from this era i've talked a little bit about how important purple is to prince's aesthetic and to his um, philosophy on life and in music in general at this time did you know there was a little purple fire burning in your eyes he calls slow motion ejaculation purple ecstasy he even mentions purple music he says that's what purple music is all about meaning it ain't rude if you're in the mood Three times in this is this final spoken word section of the song he brings up the word purple and he even brings up turn it up so he's talking he like literally cites two songs from the era at the end of the song purple music and turn it up the line um spinning 78s i believe that's a reference to the um the 78 rpm records no longer really in existence, but they were like the, you know, the original record, you know, uh, gramophone, gramophone style records being played, were, were played at 78 RPM. Since then, those have been pretty much discontinued and all you can really find now are 45s and 33 and a thirds. He also brings up Jamie Starr. He doesn't play on any Jamie Starr's Big Toys. So, I mean, he's just throwing references out left and right that are just very era-specific. And I think it's cool. I mean, it just definitely puts it in this time frame. It's 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 a song of the time, for sure. And it's not just because of the rape line. Like, for say, If I Will Rape You If I Must, uh, there's no justification for using that. There's no good reason for it, but again, when you think about the, the the whole point of the song is to express some sort of uncontrollable desire for a for a woman. You know, he's essentially saying, "I'm going to force myself on you because I can't control myself," and that is that's that is not a that's not a good thing. It's a it's a negative thing to force yourself on somebody else. Of course, we all know that. But throughout the song, he's never said anything that's been really, like... Uh, I would say, to give you any, any indication that this is a healthy relationship. That he has a healthy obsession with somebody. that It's unhealthy. He Throughout the song, he talks about how unhealthy it is. I'm not responsible. I lust you madly. You're all I think about. Um... I have to go to an analyst or a therapist because I'm so fucked in the head about this person. So to to use that word isn't great, but it falls in line exactly with what he's expressing in this song, in my opinion, that he's a really screwed up individual who has a lot of problems And he's blaming all of these problems on how attractive this woman is to him, or just not even just to him. How attractive this woman is in general, if he feels like other people are getting the same kind of vibe from her. I'll chase your ass forever. I mean, these are not these are not healthy things. He doesn't have a healthy relationship with this woman. It's all we don't. As far as we know, it's all one-sided. Uh, but it could be mutual, but I doubt it. I have, I get the, the impression that this is a very one-sided, unhealthy obsession that Prince's character in the song has. So for him to say, I'll rape you if I must, just emphasizes in a very violent, ima- you know, with some violent imagery, emphasizes how disturbed this person is in this song. And there are other art, there's other art out there that has expressed this level of discomfort, obsession, disturbance within the human psyche. And it manifests itself in violent ways in films and television shows. And sometimes those violent ways result in the violation of another human being sexually. The, the you know the outcome of that the the effects of that the ripple effects on the woman who's been raped the family members we just don't expect other art to not touch on this subject doesn't make it any more comfortable and people a lot of people ha, and, and it's with, well within their right to say i will never watch a movie that that shows has a rape scene and if they know that going into the movie, they know like that's a, a critical plot point, they have every right to not. Watch that film because it's going to be too disturbing for them, and it's not a place they want to go mentally. I don't think Ra- I don't think uh, Prince is. Glamorizing this, I think it just falls in line again with the subject of the song. Nevertheless, I, I mean. You know, I'm interested in other people's takes on this and what they think about the use of the word, and whether or not they think the song has value, or if it should stay in the vault forever as a result of the use of the word. One last thing I forgot to mention about "Lust You Always" is in the spoken word, so she does bring up Joni. I had a teacher named with Joni. Of course, anytime Br- Prince brings up the word Joni, you, you automatically assume that he's referring to Joni Mitchell. He has Joni on the cover of the Controversy album. He was about to do a cover of A Case of You uh, on piano for, you know, what ended up on the piano and the microphone, so we know that he was, like, knew her catalog very well at this point. So just another Easter egg there, I guess you could call it. Okay, so I've gone on long enough about Lust You Always. So I think that'll do it for this episode. I appreciate everybody sticking with me on this one. It was a <laughs> a bit of a tough, tough discussion at times, but overall I think the song is a worthy inclusion in Prince's discography, even though it was never officially released. It's a song that people like to talk about and we like to discuss maybe our reasons for not thinking this song belonged on 1999 or even a 1999 super deluxe edition that was released a few years ago. Again, what are your thoughts on the song? What are your thoughts on what Prince was trying to convey with using that word? Should it have been included? And if it was, should it have been edited? Or should it have been left exactly the way Prince had stuffed it away in the vault? So let me know your thoughts. And until next time, thank you very much. Goodbye.